In this episode, I have the privilege of speaking with a friend of mine by the name of Lindsay Matthews, a.k.a. Trainer Lindsay. Lindsay is a certified trainer, nutritionist, and the founder of Moxie by Lindsay, a wellness platform dedicated to helping women live healthier and happier lives. We dive into the importance of a balanced approach to fitness and nutrition and how it can help women to achieve their health and wellness goals. Lindsay shares her insight on how to develop healthy habits and maintain them for the long term. We also discuss the challenges of creating a successful online fitness and wellness business and how Lindsay has built a loyal following of women who are inspired by her message of self-love and empowerment. Please welcome my friend, Trainer Lindsay. Hello. Hey, Lindsay. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Man, your energy, I'm telling you. I was talking to people about you yesterday. I'm like, I'm super excited to have her on the show. Oh, good. Thank you so much. I'm so excited too. I know my husband was like, I was like, yeah, we met at the Fitness Business Summit like 10 years ago or something crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's actually uh, eight years, 2015. Oh, is that when it was? Okay. I remembered it was just a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, like, oh, she's over there by herself. Let me go and talk to her. Oh, you're so nice. I got over. That's like, how can no one be over here? Look at her energy is just great. Look at that. She, she, it's like she's like a walking cheerleader. You know, like oh that, my kind of, that kind of energy. Oh, thank you. You're, You're so sweet. You? <laughs> I'm doing so great. How about you? I'm doing well. How's the weather in Utah? Well, you know, I don't know if you follow the weather in Utah, which I don't blame you if you don't. But we had a crazy <laughs> storm last week. Like it was. It, we got probably 18 inches of snow in one oh. night at our house and they canceled oh, school for two days. And yeah, so it was pretty crazy. You guys get snowed in? Uh, oh, in yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Tons. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm just I'm looking out my front yard. I mean, it's melted some, but we've got we've got, I don't know, six or eight inches just sitting there for the past week. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that. I yeah. Know. Where do you live? I'm, I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, you are. OK. Yeah. I forgot that you actually live down there. OK. Yeah, I grew up in Los Angeles. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. Yeah, I remember. I remember. No, yes. I've been snowed in in New York. I've been snowed in in New Jersey. I've been snowed in in Chicago. Oh, my gosh. Know, I didn't know any of that happened here on the West Coast. Oh, yeah, for sure. We get a lot. I mean, we're kind of similar to Denver. So we're up in the mountains. OK. Wow. wow, so, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about today. I yes. Know. I got questions on top of questions. But oh, yes. I'm up. so excited. Awesome. A little backstory for everybody on how we met. Lindsay and I met at the Fitness Business Summit, which was uh, hosted by Bedros uh, Koulian. Yeah. Shout out to Bedros. Yep. He's doing awesome. His thing. Yeah, who's doing his thing now. And I'm reaching out to him uh, very soon to see cool. if I can get him, get him on the show. And that is how we met. Yes, I know. It was, yeah, it's so yeah. great to go to those events and meet people. And I yeah, right, right. And that, that's the coolest part of being in the fitness business because I've been yep. doing what I do for more than 30 years now, which yeah, is, is really crazy. hard to believe. I know. Gosh, it's so crazy. You definitely don't look old enough to be doing what you're doing for 30 years. For yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's been a journey. It yeah. Has, it's been a journey. I used to travel from long, and I'm not sure. Well, you're from LA. I yeah. used to travel from Inglewood to the Hollywood Hills, uh-huh. um, loading up my Jeep, old white Jeep Cherokee for $15 an hour. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine no. that is, oh, I mean, you yeah. can't imagine because you did it, but that's, that would never happen nowadays. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it's come a long way. Yeah. I had no business training. Um, I right. Thought I, I thought I was good at what I did because I put people first, but yeah, yeah well, that's, that's a big part of it still. Yeah. I was making no money. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was making notes, and somebody had to. That's an important to piece too. Right. <laughs> and one of my clients had to explain it to me. She's like, Sean, how far do you come? I was like, I come from Inglewood. She's like, how much do you spend on gas? And you know, yeah. going over that. And I was just like, she's like, you're not charging enough. Yeah. And and because and like, oh. at that time, yeah. But at that time, I had a bad. I won't say bad. I had a challenging association with money because we yeah. grew up, because we grew up broke. Sure. Um, my association with money was I hated. I didn't want anybody to overpay. Yes. Yes. And you felt guilty asking yes. them to pay Absolutely. what you were worth. Paying, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it took her and a group of her people. She was a stay at home uh, mom. Her and her and a group of her friends lived up in the hills. They were uh-huh. all married. Very, very, very well to do. Yeah. And they came. They came up with a financial plan. <laughs> They're like, here's your new prices. <laughs> what I should be charging for what I did. Right. And once I did that. Um, it 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 helped. Yes. It helped. And but I'm not if you not sure if you remember, but remember the weekend we did the fitness business summit. Uh Tony Robbins was staying there at that hotel that weekend. I don't remember that. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. I would be going crazy if it was yeah. now. I'm not no, even no. sure I knew how big of a deal that was at the time. Yeah. And so I had I had questions for Bedros, for for Josh Carter, for a few of the other guys because yeah. I was still struggling with the financial side uh-huh. of the business. And I'm sitting in the lobby in those big velvety red chairs. Yep, I do remember those. You do remember those? Yes. So I'm sitting there, I got my head down because I'm still struggling with it. And guy comes over and sits somebody, well, I I didn't know it was a guy, but somebody comes over and sits in a chair next to me. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, and I and the voice and I look over like oh shit I'll excuse my language I'm like yeah <laughs> it was not oh, Tony Robbins was it it seriously? was Tony Robbins oh was my Tony gosh Robbins. are you kidding me like, oh. what did he say he said hey and then what did he say and then so he was he was like I'm listening to your conversations and I'm telling you you're not charging enough really are you and, serious and he, oh man and his pep talk my shoulders lifted up my head oh like, yeah yeah, yeah. Said, what you need to do is, is like you know decrease your circle. You know, you'll have fewer clients, yep. but you'll charge, start charging what you're worth. Yeah. No, and he left that with me. Know your worth. Yes. I was just like, wow. That's amazing. That is, and what a cool person to learn that lesson from. Holy exactly. cow. Exactly. I carry that with me to this day. Oh, was, yeah. Man. So since that time, I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to quadruple my prices then at least. <laughs> Oh, that's so awesome. Enough about me. Let's deep dive into you. All right. Let's do it. Who you are. Okay. So I am trainer Lindsay. That's, that's my, that's my alter ego. I call it, you know, like Mrs. (laughs) What's her name? Incredible girl, Mrs. Incredible, you know, (laughs) everyone has their alter ego, right? I'm Lindsay Matthews at home. I'm trainer Lindsay online. So yeah, I've kind of done it all in the fitness industry. I've been a one-on-one trainer at a gym. I ran an in-person boot camp back from like 2008 to 2015. I was the head trainer at Ideal Fit, which is a women's um, performance supplement company. Um, and then I left Ideal Fit in 2019. And I was I was doing online coaching through all of that. But um, in 2019, when I left the supplement company, I went just really all in on my coaching business and yeah, we've really grown and scaled over the last four years. And I have, I have seven coaches who work for me. Um, I've got a whole team. We, and we just, we love what we do really. Now we work with, I, I don't know if what you find in your business, but I find that I attract clients that are dealing with the same things that I have am dealing with or have recently dealt with. So 
I used to be um, in competitive bodybuilding. I did the figure division and the bikini division over like the span of 10 years. And I just really had a lot of hormonal issues that came out of that, like so many of, of us did. Um, <laughs> and so I shared a lot of that on my social media between 2019 and like 21 or so. Um, and so now that's kind of a lot of the clients we're getting is people that, you know, they're, they're hitting 40, they're getting closer to menopause, they're going through perimenopause and things aren't working like they used to, like everything they mm. used to try in the past is not working for them anymore. You know, they're trying to cut calories, add more cardio, push harder, all this stuff when that's really like kind of digging them into a hole and it's right. kind of more of a problem than it is a solution, you know? So that's mm -hmm. kind of the main person we work with now is like over 35, over 40, the woman who's just stuck, feel like nothing is working for them. And mm -hmm. we really get things working for them. It's pretty awesome. And it's just so fun to watch like them get that confidence back and their energy back mm -hmm. and like have things just start working for them again. So that's yeah. kind of the, the short story of what I do, what I've done, that kind of thing. Yeah, that, that's one of the best parts about what we do. Uh, yes. And, you know, I, I, I would never lose the passion for what I do in training children, training adults, training yeah. people, you know, just to get stronger. Yes. Um, even though I'm transitioning of at this because I, I just turned 56 uh -huh. so transitioning out of that aspect of going you know 40 plus hours 60 yes. hours in training yeah and more right. so voting to the nonprofit that we have which is geared toward inner city kids mm -hmm. and this part as well as training yeah but the best part man is getting someone off medication or oh or i love yeah that's amazing you know, and help with their rehab or something uh -huh. along that line but the success that you just mentioned about yourself, I'm not surprised at all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's true. Come on. We, we, we have to give those accolades when those accolades are due. Oh, For thank you. you. I appreciate it. No, you're, it's true. But I was like, nah, I ain't worried about her. President next year. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So cool. So tell me what, what inspired you to start your online coaching business for women yeah. over 35? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I've been doing online coaching since, gosh, it was uh, 2000, I think six, 2004 mm -hmm. or six. I can't remember the exact year. I had little kids. So my kids now I've got three kids. They are, uh, let's see, 19, 17 and 14. And so at the time they were real little like babies. Like I think I had mm -hmm. a, a, a newborn and a two-year-old or something. And, you know, money was tight, like we were younger and my husband was working, but I was not. And so I just remember I wanted to, I wanted to make some money. I wanted to do something right. Mm -hmm. But I, I wanted to do something from home. And this was back when there were online coaches, but it was not very pop. It was not very common. You know, it was kind right. of a very new thing. Um, right. And so I was like, I'm going to do that. And so I got certified to be a co a, a trainer, um, I, it was before I worked at a gym. And so I realized I needed to work in a gym to get some experience. But at that time I was just like, like it was all over email. It was like, here's a workout, here's a workout <laughs> program for the month and like send in this, this food log. And I'd be like, okay, yeah. cool. Good job. Maybe like, don't eat the candy bar and have this instead. Like it was just like tips. And I had, it was very like beginner, of course, back in 2006, there were no apps. Nobody was tracking macros. Nobody was, like, it was so so like just the beginning stages of all of that. So that's kind of where it started. But, you know, in 2019, when I left working with Ideal Fit and Ideal Shape, that's when I just, you know, it's like, I, I have, I, I think I had one coach working for me at the time. So I kept the online clients through all of the other things I was doing. But really, mm -hmm. when I really started focusing specifically on 
that woman over 35 or 40 who was, you know, struggling. It's really because that's what I went through. And I was like, and I remember times when, you know, I, I actually had a year where I gained 50 pounds after my last year of competing. And I, I gained a solid 50 pounds in 52 weeks. And it was like one of the wait, hardest wait, from, things. From, from being, not, not, not from being pregnant, just. Just no, just waking. Yeah. I mean, granted it was okay. from a stage weight. So I never planned on maintaining that oh, stage yeah. weight, you know? Right. So I planned on gaining about 20 pounds back or 25, but I gained 50. And, um, so I was heavier than I'd ever been not pregnant before. And it was just like every single week I'd step on the scale or take my measurements or whatever. And they'd be up, 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 like for an entire year, like not even mm-hmm. kidding. I'm not exaggerating. And mm-hmm. I just know how horrible that felt to like Mm. not be able to button my pants to be sitting in in my car and having my stomach hang over my jeans or to walk into the gym and feel like I couldn't do the same kind of workouts that I had previously done like and then so I know how that felt but then Mm. I worked with coaches I learned so much about hormones I worked with doctors and you know all all the things I learned over that year of trial and error and research and all this stuff And so when it finally started working, it was like the coolest thing because you go from this place of so frustrated and nothing is working and like the world is ending kind of, you know, that's, we're just women and emotional (laughs) about things, you know, to where Mm. like you start seeing these small successes and maybe it's one pound down or it's like your jeans fit a little better and you're just like, like you're on cloud nine, you feel so happy, you feel confident, you feel empowered, you feel like what you're doing is is working. And like that just leaks out into all other parts of your life, you know? Yeah. And so that's when I was like, if I'm going through this for, I know, I believe, I mean, I know you, you are a man of faith and like, I'm like, I'm going through this for a reason. Like, what's the reason? There's gotta right. be a reason. And yeah. if that, if that reason is so that I can help other people going through the same thing. Like that was the only thing I could, I could think of, you know, I'm right. sure I had personal lessons to learn as well, but I was like, I'm on social media. I'm kind of in the quote public eye sort of, you know? And I was like, <laughs> people are watching this weight game. Like, why am I dealing with this? Probably because mm. I need to know how to help other people go through it also, you know? And so that oh, was kind yes. of like, yes. And so that's kind of why I went all in on this, this demographic and mm-hmm. like we're helping them it's working and it's just it's so awesome it's so fulfilling oh man yeah I, you, you hit that on the head it, you know I, I as long as i take me out of the yes i'm always i'm always good yeah yeah <laughs> for good. sure but right otherwise i'm throwing pity parties and yeah like, and i'm like you know what man somebody needs to hear this yes this, yes there's everything we go through there's a reason for it so yeah it, it's never about us you know yep. we're always so you're yes. absolutely right. Yep. Absolutely. Com- most common, um, maybe not most, misconceptions, women and fitness. Yeah. What would you say is are some of the biggest misconceptions? Oh, yeah. Let's think. So weight loss, fitness. I think the biggest one I'm dealing with right now, overcoming with, with, with people, is just kind of back to what I was saying before, but I'll go into it a little more detail, like just the you know, you got to cut calories, you got to push harder, you got to do more intense, like more intense. And like, the hard Mm -hmm. thing is so many, I'm not knocking doctors by any means, but there are a lot of doctors out there. And I know this because my clients tell me that just say, well, you need to eat less. Or they say, Mm -hmm. well, you're 45, you can't lose weight anymore. This is just your reality. And it's just so frustrating. Frustrating. (laughs) 
Yes. So and so it's you... like, but you have to do it differently. So as we get older, our progesterone and estrogen, they, they fall like as we get towards menopause, right? Usually our progesterone starts declining first and estrogen will kind of fluctuate before it declines. And as that happens, our bodies just don't handle stress as well. And so there's things in our life that are stresses that we can't, can't control, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, our family, our kids, our, our spouse, our job situation, death in the family, hardships, whatever. A lot of that stuff we can't really control, but we can control our nutrition. We can control mm -hmm. the style of workout we're doing. We can control a lot of lifestyle stressors that are actually pretty easy to control if you know what to do, you know what I mean? Right. And so, so many women, I mean, I know, like I get on, on strategy calls all the time with people on the phone who are like, yeah, I go to orange theory five times a week and I run three days a week. And I'm like, Ooh, like, well, that's mm -hmm. your problem. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions I say I'm trying to, I would say I'm trying to work through right now is trying to teach people that you have, like you can see better results by slowing down and taking a more gentle approach. And that doesn't mean you have to just walk and do yoga only. Like, no, you can get in the gym and you can lift hard and you can push yourself hard. Like there are a lot of hormonal benefits to that with when it comes to testosterone right. and insulin and all sorts of things. But like you, you need to do a more traditional style lifting, like lift really hard for a set and then rest. Don't do burpees. Yeah. Don't go run on the treadmill in between your sets. Like Focus on getting stronger and building strength, and that's going to help your hormones, which is going to help your fat loss, which is going to help everything, you know? Yeah, that's that's the number one thing I've been preaching as, oh, man, focus, yeah. focus on getting stronger. The cosmetics yes. will find you if you're yes. focusing on getting stronger. Change mm -hmm. your lifestyle, you know, check, check in with your, give yourself some days off, expect yeah. some setbacks. You know, these are real life these are real life situations where, you know, if you, you, if you're trying to build success, you have to start where you, with where you are. Oh, you yes, can't start for sure. with where you're trying to go, where you yep. used to be, who you see on social media. Yep. You know, and there's nothing wrong with wanting what you see visually, but that's not you. Right. That's totally. You. And if, yep. if you have weak, a weak lower back, you know, you walking around, jumping around, doing burpees and that kind of yeah. thing is counterproductive to what totally. you're trying to do. Yeah, you know, for sure. First, and I, I, knew, yep. I knew this would be a great conversation to have with you because I'm, yeah. I'm excited about fitness always also. Yes. But <laughs> enough about what I think. How important, <laughs> how important <laughs> is nutrition? Talk to people about how important nutrition is to achieve. Oh, yeah. Life. I mean, nutrition is everything, right? I mean, mm -hmm. first of all, there are certain things you can do with your exercise that make nutrition easier. So like if I'll talk to, I talk to somebody who, you know, for example, I mean, I don't mean to pick on running, but like a lot of cardio those kind of people mm -hmm. that are doing a ton of cardio, they find it harder to make good nutrition choices. That's totally normal. Mm -hmm. That should be expected. It's going to make you hungry. And so you mm -hmm. tone that down again, focus on building muscle, getting stronger, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. First, it's going to make nutrition choices easier. Right. But again, back to the whole, all you got to do is eat less, move more. Like why that's not like the right answer. If <laughs> being in a, a too extreme of a calorie deficit, is right. a stress on your body. And so it's really right. about finding that, that, you know, kind of that fine line where you, I mean, you do need to be in a calorie deficit if your goal is weight loss, but it's like mm -hmm. too extreme of a deficit is going to make weight loss harder actually, because it'll have some, it'll spike your cortisol levels. It will cause your metabolism to slow down, like, you know, all, all these things. And so it really is about trying to eat as much as you possibly can 
while still seeing the results that you want to see, right? True. Is that how you approach your clientele? Because I know your demographic is over. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, things slow down. Yeah, we do. And it's like, you know, I'm not saying everyone's going to lose weight on 2,500 calories a day. That's probably more than a lot of women's maintenance, you know, calories. But Mm -hmm. I also don't believe in the whole, you know, Optivia, 800 calories, 1,000 calories, Mm -hmm. you know, type of super Mm -hmm. extreme approach either. It's like you Mm got to be in the middle, you know. Right. I agree with that. Yes. Effective, do you find with your clientele that's 35 and over? Um, are there more effective exercises that, and, and my experience, yeah. women tend to want to target certain areas more than men. Sure. Yes. You know, women, their hips, their stomach, you know, maybe their arm, yeah. stomach or, or something along that line. What, what would you, your advice, most effective exercise for women over 35 trying to target? Yeah. So I would just say, you know, in general, it's going to really come down to your nutrition, which makes people think like, oh, wait, what? I thought I wanted to talk about, you know, building a booty or getting a flatter right, stomach exactly. or whatever, you know? And so, yeah. And so, you know, you want to have a good overall weight training strategy, weight training routine, right? Most mm-hmm. people, if you're just walking in, going to random classes, pulling up random YouTube videos, That's great. That's better than nothing. But if you have physique goals with changing your physique, building muscle in certain areas or losing fat or toning up or whatever it is you're wanting to do, you really need to have a good um, periodized weight training program that really helps Mm -hmm. you get stronger. And oftentimes you're not going to find that if you're just kind of haphazardly going to this workout class or that one. Again, workout classes are, I'm not dogging on them. They're better than nothing. It's great for your health. But if you have like goals of changing your physique, you really need to have like a periodized strength training program. So I don't really have, you know, favorite exercises for certain things beyond the fact that, you know, you just need a good solid weight training program that does focus on those areas that you want to like when it comes to building muscle, right? You can, you can spot build muscle, you know, like if you want to build your shoulders, you lift your shoulders, but you can't, you can't really spot reduce fat. That's going to come from you know, your nutrition, losing fat and a good weight training program. Oh, perfect. Man. See, I, yeah. I knew, I, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, when women who are just starting, your yes. advice would be? Yeah. Good question. I would say, you know, I have kind of some pillars I like to look at and the granted it's kind of a lot if you want to focus on all of these different things at once, but maybe choosing two of them to focus on. And they are, um, you know, getting enough sleep. That's a big one. Okay. Mm. Um, Lifestyle movement. So if you're coming from no exercise at all, you'll see some great benefits just from walking. Like if you're currently getting 5,000 steps a day, start, try Mm -hmm. to get 7,000 steps a day, you know, just try and meet yourself where you're at and push yourself a little farther. So with steps, with um, sleep, Protein intake, if you are coming and you're just starting focusing on your nutrition, I don't necessarily think you should go all in with the perfect macros and a calorie deficit and all these things. I would focus on starting to just be aware of your protein intake and getting Mm. in protein maybe four or five times a day or or protein with each meal that you have or something. And Mm. that right there will be a little bit of a change, like, you know, meeting yourself where you're at and pushing yourself a little more when it comes to movement, um, sleep, 
reducing stress, protein intake for your nutrition. And, you know, let's say someone is just starting, but they leave a pretty active lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Maybe you start a three time a week weight training program and you just maybe focus on protein and veggies, getting more of that. Maybe you have a really good diet already and you want to lose a little bit of weight. So maybe you track your calories, you track your macros to see where you're at and you try to cut back 200 calories or something. So really it's about finding your current baseline with one of those things, whether that's nutrition, movement, sleep, stress, exercise, and pushing yourself just one step farther. Like I, you know, I can't give you a perfect, not you, but a client, a perfect plan on paper because it's all about what feels doable and realistic for the client. And it's all about just meeting them where they're at and pushing them a little bit farther than that. That's what we do as coaches, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. And that was going to lead into another question that I had. Giving yourself grace, meaning yeah. you know, we're, we're all trying to start where we are. We can be really hard on ourselves especially yes. when it comes to obtaining a goal, whether we have a plan or not, because we want instant, fast, accessible now. Mm-hmm. Talk mm-hmm. about the importance of being patient with yourself and giving yourself grace in the process. Yeah. I mean, so this is huge, um, especially, you know, when it comes to your expectations, like we have clients that, you know, they have these crazy expectations of how much weight they want to lose in the first week or the first month or whatever. And when they don't do that, so this, this can kind of fall into the whole, like, if you have just big expectations for yourself with, with your lifestyle and what you think like, Oh, I'm going to get to the gym six days this week or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. don't follow through, when you don't, meet those expectations, then you start feeling guilty. What, like having all like the shame, the negative feelings. And that's when, what, what do most people do when they feel that way? They eat, right? And they eat the cookies, the ice cream, the chips. The, and, I mean, no one has these feelings of guilt and shame and they go eat fruit and chicken, right? <laughs> so it's always like the negative feelings is usually followed by overeating on junk food, right? And so it's really just, I mean, this, a lot of this is a process, like, you know, when you get into that situation, right. And then you, you think, okay, I actually, I just recorded a reel about this this morning, but I haven't, I haven't edited it yet, but it, I'll I'll talk you through the three things that I talked about in that reel. So number one, mindfulness. So let's say you find yourself in a situation where maybe you're emotionally eating. We'll just use that as the example. So being mindful looks like, okay, I'm noticing what I'm doing. I am feeling stressed. I am eating a lot of cookies and this isn't the best thing. I don't really feel that great, but this is the react. This is what's happening, right? Being mindful noticing what's going on. Right. The next step is, um, common humanity is what I heard it called when I was reading Hmm. this article. Um, and that basically is, is the beginning of self-compassion. It's thinking like, okay, you know, this is actually a pretty typical response for people. If you think Mm. about other people in the world, like that, if they're feeling stressed like this, they have all these cookies right here and, and they like, it's, it's a pretty common response, not saying it's the right response, but it's, it's pretty common to respond with emotional eating when I'm feeling this way. So I'm not alone is basically what you're Mm -hmm. telling yourself here. Right. And then step three is that self-kindness and thinking like, okay, I realize this is what I'm doing and this is not a surprising response. I'm not alone here. There should be, there should be no shame here because other people do this too. It's not like I'm the only one that ever emotionally eats. So the next step is that self-kindness and self-compassion. Like, okay, how can I move out of this? And maybe that is 
as simple as I'm going to get up right now and walk out of the kitchen, or I'm going to get on track, but at my very next meal, I'm going to flip a switch and be back on track. And this is the part that's a process and it's easier said than done, but it's just kind of those three steps of mindfulness, knowing what's going on, that common humanity of realizing like, I'm not alone. Other people deal with this too. That doesn't mean there's nothing wrong with me inherently because I'm emotionally eating. This is kind of a common thing. And then the next step is how can I work through this and get myself out of the situation, kind of. I don't even remember what your question was. Did that answer it? <laughs> that, is, that answered it. Okay, okay, that, cool. That would, lead, that would lead me into, uh, let's see, someone who, who, who thinks they've had a setback, like someone okay. who's on this extreme journey. Um, I, I'm working week, and my, my work doesn't allow me to do this, and I've been seeing these results based on me working out six days a week, which we know can be counterproductive because that's mm-hmm. not a lifestyle that most people can sustain for any yeah. amount of time. But right. for someone mentally, mentally who feel they backs and they don't know where to start again, your advice would be what? Yeah, I would say, you know, because we deal with this in our in our coaching all the time. Like clients are like, oh my gosh, I am so far off track. Like I don't even know what to do. We mm. the question we ask them is what do you, what is one, maybe two, but really just one thing that you feel like you can do this week and putting Mm. that question back on the person really gives them the ownership to be like, Oh, okay. With my mental capacity where I'm at now, I feel like I can get outside in the sun and walk for 30 minutes a day. Okay. Perfect. That's all we're going to focus on this week. Um, Mm. if other positive changes happen, cool. If not, All we're worried about is that you get outside and walk for 30 minutes a day this week. And so really like it's putting the the question back on the client, like the person who's struggling as opposed to a coach being like, okay, you're off track. Well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to drink all this water. I want you to do this, do that, do this. You know, it's, it's Mm. what do you feel like you can do? What's one thing you feel like you can do? And let's work on that until that feels super easy. And once that feels super easy, maybe we add one more thing until that feels super easy. Maybe we add one more thing. And then maybe you're in the place where you're like, okay, now I can handle a, an actual program or, okay, okay, give me some macros. Like I'm ready to do this again or whatever that looks like, you know? Right. And I, I know that you're, you know, you're a scholar at what you do. Um, where, okay, someone who's looking for help the right way. Yeah. Like where audible. Yeah. I mean, where where would you suggest we go? Yeah. No, they, yeah, that's a great question. So, I mean, honestly, like resources, like podcasts are huge. You know, I have podcasts that I listen to that are about everything that I want to learn about. And I have some that are, are very high level science based and some that are more lifestyle based, some that are based on productivity, on business, on fitness. Like there's podcasts for everything out there, you know? So I'm a big, big advocate of like podcasts, YouTube videos, learning that way. Um, I, I don't do a lot of like audible books, even though I know mm-hmm. there's plenty out there. If I do hear of one, um, like I just heard, uh, the hormone repair manual is a really good one. I can't think of the author right now, but anyway, if you hear of books that are good podcasts, um, when I was going through all of my hormone issues, I, I sought out like experts in the field and they actually, there's a lot of people that will do consult calls and like, they're not free. Usually they'll be, you know, I I remember paying a hundred bucks a call and I had calls with a few different people where I could just ask questions and learn and pick their brains and like ask them what I've done that with, you know, many handfuls of, of different experts, coaches, things like that. But Mm -hmm. also just, I mean, 
whether that's me or you, Sean, or any, like just hiring a coach is huge in my opinion, because I've had so many coaches. Whenever I have a goal, I hire a coach with someone that is, that has done what I've wanted to do. I've done that in business and fitness. When I was competing, I had the best competition coaches. When I was going through my hormone journey, I had, I had coaches that were really good at, at healing that kind of thing, you know? So hiring a coach that has a track record of, mm-hmm. is like the best way to learn in my opinion, because it's completely applicable to you. And you learn as you do and you follow a program and you see what comes from it. And then you watch the coach change things based on like, that's, that's the best way I've, like I've coached coaches before. Like I've, I've mentored business owners like us, you know, and I've talked to some that have never had their own coach. And I'm like, what? I can't even wrap my head around that because that's, that's (laughs) honestly the best way I've learned things you know, right. is by having a coach. Right. So I would yeah. say, you know, podcasts, books, and coaching, honestly, I'm just a huge believer in coaching, whether that's, you know, again, with me, you, anyone, there's a million good coaches out there. Wow. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, 100%. I know Bedros was able to help me with that to him um, a little bit. He, he's, he's like, you need a coach. He's yeah. like, no matter how much you how much you think, you know, and he, he was yep. transparent about, he's like, I wasn't the best trainer. I enjoyed what I do, but I wasn't the best personal trainer. I like mm. what I do, but I, <laughs> yeah. but I wasn't the best personal trainer. He said, yes. but I mindset. And that's what he's uh-huh. taken with him as he's gone along now. Yeah. I mean, I, so let's talk support system. And yeah. I know, and some people don't, and I know that's, that's been a huge part with what um, I know for in my business, same as yours, I'm sure you want to check their support system. Yeah. Not with you. Who's around them or what are they yes. around? What do they have access to? What are they reading? Who are they listening to? Mm-hmm. So let's talk support system. Yeah. I mean, where they are with that. Yeah, that that's huge. And not everyone has it. Like I remember I, I used to have a friend who she was like, my husband, he always wants me to make brownies. And it's so like, yeah, I don't have to eat the brownies, mm. but it's really hard. Like I really like right. the brownie batter or like a fresh brownie, you know? And so mm-hmm. it is important and not everyone has that in their home. Cause I totally understand some spouses or partners or family members are just not supportive, whether they mean to or not. Sometimes they don't realize right. they're not being super supportive, you know? And so you have to seek that out, whether that is in a gym environment, in a workout class environment. Um, maybe it's a Facebook group, maybe it's finding, um, I've had a lot of luck in, in my life and with my clients with accountability partners. And mm-hmm. so maybe it's someone that you can text every night and just report on how your day went. Um, something that's kind of fun for, for your listeners, an idea that I've done with friends and also I do it with clients too sometimes is, um, <laughs> so this is, it's kind of silly, but I love surprises. Like I, gifts are one of my love languages. And so <laughs> I love to be given gifts, which is kind of embarrassing, but you know, it is what oh, it is, whatever. No. And, that's, that's and like, person. I that's just love being surprised. Like if someone's going to drop off a surprise at my door, like it could be as small of a thing. I just love being surprised. So what mm-hmm. we do is um, you give, so you get a partner and you give your accountability partner some money. So it needs to be enough that you don't want to lose it. So and it's going to be different for everyone. I remember I've done it before when it was $50. I've had a friend give me $500 before. 
Mm. And so whatever it is, it needs to be enough that it's a sacrifice if you lose it, because if it's like five bucks, <laughs> that's not motivation, right? And right. so, and then you have whatever it is that your goal is, whatever program you want to do, whatever that is, you set the parameters. Okay. You know, if I, if I don't do X, Y, and Z, you get to keep the money. You get to keep mm. all this hundred bucks, 500 bucks or whatever. Mm. But if I do this, then you're going to buy me a present with this money. And that's what get, when it gets fun to me. Cause I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to give you like 200 bucks. <laughs> and here's the stores I like, here's the thing they like, go buy me a present. And so <laughs> it's just silly, but it's kind of fun. But the key here is you need to make it based on actions, not outcomes. So it can't really mm. be like, I mean, you, you could have it be like a weight loss thing, but I prefer to say, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds. Um, but my reward is not going to be based on losing 10 pounds. My reward is going to be based on completing the actions to get me there because you can't really control how your body responds to something. All you can control is the actions you do. Right. So maybe you say, I want to lose 10 pounds. How am I going to do that? I'm going to do that by X, Y, and Z. And so that's what your reward is based on is you completing those things. Does that make sense? That's actually very smart. Yeah, so it's just a little tangent, just a little game. It's very motivating for people. You got to find someone who's not going to sabotage you because if you have a friend who's like, I'm keeping this 200 bucks, so I'm going to. I'm going to deliver pizza and cookies to your door all hours of the night. Like, right. I don't want someone like that. <laughs> that. That is that, man, that's that, that, wow. Yeah. That's actually a really good idea. I, I yeah. It's kind of fun, kind right? Of directions with that. Yeah. And I've definitely had friends it. who did not do their part and I've kept their money because you got to hold your end of the bargain, you know? <laughs> so. Oh yeah, that that's on a larger scale. I used to have like a jar um, at at one of the studios, and every time someone like doing something, they they had to put like five dollars in that. Jar. Yeah, yeah, that's so great. And yeah, they came in and they weren't drinking water that day, and they know increase their water intake five dollars. Yeah, if you come in and you're dealing with your spouse in a way that is counterproductive to what we- uh-huh. five dollars. If you come yeah. in with a bad attitude, five, and, and the thing is, it's not my money. Yeah. You, you can get it back. Yes. The whole point was to show them this. I'm like, this is what you're doing on a daily. Yes. This is what you're doing away. And here's how day. it adds up and what it looks like. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Now, how important was it then? Now, how important does it look now? You want right. it back now. Yes. You were just throwing yeah, it you out can get, here. You can get it back, but you got to do these exactly. things. Mm-hmm. But it's loud. Now it's like up to three hundred dollars. Yeah. So all of a sudden, see for it. Yes, but I love that. That's just, a great idea. What, what you just mentioned, I, I mm, that's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty fun, huh? Yeah, it's a good not one. At all. So, what's next for you? Let, let let's discuss you. What's next for Lindsay? Yeah. So for me, I mean, I don't know. We've got I've got goals this year of you know helping more people and and finding more more women that we can help. That that's always the goal is who who else can we help? Um, mm-hmm. On a personal personal level, I've got two kids starting college this year, which is crazy. That's so congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun and crazy and sad and all the things you know. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> sad. <laughs> My last name is Leverett. Yes. Um, and Caleb was the very first, the very first Leverett to go to a four-year university and graduate. Oh, that's awesome.
awesome. Yeah. Oh, did I, you say I, his I name would. is? What did you say his name was? Lever is Caleb Leverett. Caleb. Okay, my, yeah, Caleb. I have a Caleb too. My oldest is Caleb also. I know. I know. Oh, you know that. Okay. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, that, I, was, I don't know if we put was, that together. At the graduation, I, I was holding back. Man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I was holding back tears. So, That's so awesome. And they asked like, the kids to get up and, you know, and look, you know, around their parents who have been there Aww. for them and that kind of thing. Yeah. I was just like, like, Oh yeah, that's he's grown you know, up. Pulls at your heartstrings, <laughs> big time. So I'm I'm excited for you. I'm Thank you. For you. Thank you. You should do a woman summit. You a what? Oh, like a woman, a woman, a woman summit. Not not just not just for fitness, but you know, for for business, for for all those for for. Yeah, you really should. I've always seen that on you. Yeah, I participated in some, but I've never put no, one No, 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 Lindsay. Lindsay. <laughs> My own, huh? That's Your not a bad own. idea. You're planting a seed. Nobody's telling you I am the... F- oh, thank Dude, you. So everybody, I know your way. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet it's of serious. you. It's, it's true, though. It's, do not want to succeed. Look at her. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so awesome. Thank you. You're the best, man. Thank you for doing this with me. Yes, Thank of course. Oh, so okay. fun. Oh, and let, let's let everybody know where they can find. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I am. I am on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and it's just Trainer Lindsay on all platforms. So easy to find. Yeah. You say about yourself. Okay, what? Well, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna plug you. I'm, I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna plug you. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to start promoting coming out and that kind of thing. But man, thank you for doing this with me. Lindsay. Thank I you. I appreciate it. it. So much fun. I will talk to you soon. Okay? All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Sean. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to me and the crew with your host, Shawnee Leverett. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. Before we wrap up, though, I have a special request for you. I value your feedback and would love to hear your thoughts about the show. If you have a moment, can I ask you to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for me and the crew? Your reviews not only provide me with valuable insight, but they also help me reach a wider audience. It would make a tremendous difference in helping me grow and continue delivering valuable content to you and others. Again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys for listening.